It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jada, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across new and pre-owned petrol, diesel, LPG, plug-in hybrid and electric Renault, Dacia and Opel range. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie. Welcome, welcome to Thursday afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Well, 1, 5, 18, 22, 32 and 45. I was a bit out with the numbers, to be honest with you. I didn't get even one. I did. I got one four seven nine sixteen thirty two. I got two numbers. I would have had two numbers had you gone with my numbers. But you ain't worth Jack, you know what? <laughs> Wouldn't even have picked up a prize. Uh, and 38 was the bonus number. Anyway, the jackpot wasn't won last night. The biggest jackpot in five years rolls on to Saturday. Get your ticket. It's for sure. Anyway, best of luck to everyone with that. Somebody's going to win it and health to wear. Talking about winning. Individual Pursuit Silver. Tandem Time Trial Gold. Road Race Gold. Yes, she is our golden girl. Eve McChrystal and Katie George Dunleavy bringing home the bacon from Tokyo. Arriving in at the airport to jubilant scenes. And we're going to find out now what happened beyond because she's on the line with me. Eve, hello again. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> Welcome back home, may I say to you. Congratulations back on home soil. And I see the pictures I was watching the other night at the airport. And I have to mention the little girl who met you. Her name is Ava Flynn. You met her on the way in. I did. Such a beautiful girl. I got a picture and all with her, yeah. <laughs> she has I it. Did. She has it. And she won't let go of that picture. She just Aww. treasures it. But anyway, yeah, she was there with our man because Kieran, our dad, Kieran Flynn, was which, of course, is part of the party out there in Tokyo for the last number of weeks. Well, Eve, tell me, have your feet touched the ground? Oh, yes. It's just been a whirlwind, really. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, like, I suppose I'm back to normal because, you know, mm. the kids are back at school. <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of brings you right back to, <laughs> you know, to, to down to earth. But um, oh, it's just, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's great. Mm. Yeah. But I'm trying to enjoy and savour the moment at the same time. But it's just been crazy. <laughs> mm, I'm sure it has. And you know what? That is just lovely to hear you say that because you're a mammy, the school, yeah. and from the highs of the Paralympics to, you know, getting stuck in and family matters and that, that is life and it really just shows everybody, you know, that uh, stars and that have have the normal life to do and things to do as well. When you got back uh, to Dundalk, what was that like? Tell me what's been happening around there for the last few hours. Well, I suppose, like, we were back really late. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, the kids were there at the airport, so that was that's all I could see. It's like tunnel vision to my mm, children. Mm. So, um, then we came home, but, like, well, I gave them yesterday off school. Oh, good. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but had the day off. <laughs> so, uh, I was just, you know, spending time with them, really, because I haven't seen them for six weeks. Yes, it's a so, long time. Yeah, it has, and really, that's it. I'm just trying to catch up with people and went for lunch with mum yesterday and just normal stuff, Jerry. It doesn't, life doesn't change too oh, much. Oh, lovely. Francis, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, was delighted to have you back as well. Yeah. And, 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 you know, they were telling me the, medal, the medals, talk about the medals for a moment. They're really beautiful, aren't they? And they're heavy and they're huge. They're so heavy. Yeah. Really, really heavy, yeah. So, yeah, I had them in my handbag yesterday, so I just have people want to see them. <laughs> they can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Nessa, my daughter, was on to me today to take them to school at three o'clock. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh, yeah. yeah, do that, of course. Yeah. They'll be thrilled, yeah. and the children will be thrilled to see them as well, and you'll be uh, showing them to many, many people over the days, weeks, months, and years ahead. Look, mm-hmm. we spoke before you went, if you remember, and you were looking ahead. You did four events, and you did say to me, I want to come back to this again, look Jerry, it's the second two really uh, uh, the tandem tra- time trial and the road race are the one we're really going for that silver, I know I mentioned to you when I talked to you in, in Tokyo, was a real bonus and a real lift I'm sure to go on and win the two goals then It was because kind of haven't getting that silver kind of, we, we were confident enough anyway in our form and in mm. our preparation but it kind of really, when you get the silver medal, it's like, okay, you know, we are informed, we are ready. So we, we kind of went into the time trial knowing that we had to fight for it, but kind of confident that we would be able to fight for it. Mm. You know, so it's, it's been so close to the British pairing, just kind of spurred us on, mm. really, really, really for the time trial. But that, that medal was a big surprise to us. Mm. Like it really was, because we were concentrating more so on, on the road. But it definitely gave us confidence going into the time trial, that's for sure. It's not often you see the uh, tricolour raising higher than the Union Jack in medal ceremonies, Eve. Yeah, it's great. Uh, just, you know, to hear the national anthem, it just, I have a lump in your throat, you yeah, know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it was great scenes. <laughs> um, I have to say a congratulations to you as well, folks. Eve McChrystal, Katie George Dunleavy and, of course, the wonderful Ellen Keane have just been named Irish Times Sport Ireland Sports Women of the Month for August. Congratulations to you and all of Yeah, I just saw that this morning. Thanks a million. Yeah, that, that is my favourite day of the year. Mm. It's in the Shelburne at 12 o'clock, the last Friday before Christmas. Ah. <laughs> and it is the most special, special day because you've... You, they have a, a woman picked for every month. So you have 12 ladies. I yeah. think you might have more now because I think they've doubled up for August. Mm. But everybody's in the same room together. It's all women. And it's just the most special, special day of celebrating women in sport in Ireland. So I'm just so honoured now to get that with Katie and Ellen for mm. the month of August. Oh, it's a wonderful honour and you have that to look forward to. And I think, I'll, I'll make a bold prediction here, I think there could be a lot more women in that room because the Mead senior lady side, I'd say they have yeah. to be in the reckoning for September. You know what I mean? I'd say Absolutely. for sure mm. on that one. Anyway, what did it mean then at the closing ceremony? There you were, Katie George and yourself, flag bearing carrying the Irish tricolour at the closing ceremony yeah that was such an honour it really was and it was definitely a pinch me moment you know we're kind of sitting at, at the back with the flag and we're kind of looking at the flag and we're looking at each other going is, is this real mm. like you know we've just done it it was kind of when the two of us were speaking to each other I can't believe we did that we've spoke about this for years we've visualised it for years we've worked so so hard and now we're sitting here with an Irish flag about to close the ceremony mm. It really was just, 
Wow. <laughs> you know, it's very, yeah. Dreams come true. Yes. It is, yeah. Mm. It, it, it really is. Because you do visualise it when yes. you're going to get tough and you're yeah. on the bike. Well, I do anyway. Mm. I'm visualising myself winning. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it, it, I can't believe now that, that we've done it. I just you know visualization and i'll be talking to him in a while keith barry i was with him working on um, a project last week and visualization was the thing he mentioned many times that he oh, okay. uses extensively and we talked about it in the context of sport and it is a huge thing you know this it is it's a huge thing because like on the bike say if i have oh say a three minute or a five minute effort on the bike and it's full gas and it's really really difficult when the going gets tough, I actually visualise myself on a velodrome and I'm like, one more lap to go. And I can visualise the boards or I can visualise myself at 500 metres to go and then I count down 400, 300. And that gets me through. <laughs> it might, mm. might sound crazy to people, but mm. it gets me through hard sessions. So, yeah. So when I was coming down the home straight in that road race, like was like you know I was getting so many flashbacks and then I was just I can't believe this is coming true. Yes, so, yes, yeah. May I say to you at the end of the road race that final event when you won gold again? I don't think I've ever seen you as shattered. Oh, I was absolutely. Do you know what? That, that was probably more mentally shattered than mm. physically. Even though it, it was physically a very hard race. Mentally, I found that so difficult because the weather was terrible, and the Swedish put me under severe pressure on the technical parts. Mm. And I went round like a bag of nerves round the corner, you know. Mm. But I just, that's what I found difficult. Because Katie really, I knew she really wanted to win that because it was one that she didn't win in Rio. And she loves to road race. Mm. And if I had a messed up, I just, you know, even though she would never say, there'd be no blame or anything, but I was put under pressure on on that race. So... Mm. I was just, everything was like, oh, you, <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah. to pull it off. I'm oh, it was, it was, it was so clear to everybody yeah. watching that that was just, you pushed yourself to the limit. Can yeah. I say to you about the pair of you, just a few thoughts of my own. You always, you know, you, you're some team. You're obviously, yeah. the bond between you is unbelievable, so it is. Even when you talk together, I, everybody's noticed that, the way you dovetail, etc. But did anyone ever say to both of you, you have a look of each other. I was looking at a picture of you this morning thinking, geez, they have quite a look of each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some people don't know the difference. Yes. <laughs> I, I, was gonna, that. Yeah. I was looking at the picture saying, well, oh. that is Eve, all right. I've never really focused on that before. But maybe, you know, that I'm trying to get at the point. You are as one, really, aren't you, on this? When, when you get on that bike, all that builds up to the training, the living together, the being together, and out on that road, there's a real oneness. Oh, there is. We do. Like, for the last five years, we have done the same thing every day for the last five years. Mm. Every single day. So we get on so, so well. We have huge respect for each other because we know what each other has done and what we're going through. Mm. So even our personal lives, I would know Katie, Katie would know me. We know when times are tough, when times are hard, we talk about it, we get through it together. So we've been through so, so much together off the bike as we have been on the bike. 
Mm. And we just we just have huge huge respect for each other. And mm. I'm so proud of her. And she's the same as me because we know what we've done. Mm. Yeah. The uh, I heard you speaking to Colm yesterday on sport, and I know Colm asked you this question, and I will repeat it. And I, uh, 24 hours later, I'll probably get the same answer. Mm. I suppose everybody's asking the question. You know, mm. it's only three years now to the next Olympics in Paris, but three years is quite a time as well. And yeah. you've given this everything as has Katie George. Now she's put a card the table she says she wants to go to Paris yeah. even McChrystal oh Jerry, I like I don't know I, like I will race next year um, I, I really just have to take one day at a time because it's not it's not just me mm. that's affected by this like, Katie I suppose she just does have herself mm. and being an athlete you, you have to be quite selfish so right now just with the kids and my family like Jerry, the support that I had was massive going over to Tokyo. Like, I just didn't get in a plane and go. Like, mm. my kids were here with their dads, their grandparents, Rose and Jamesy, my mum, Francis. Like, all of those people got me to those medals because my brother and Karen, like, there's so many people that, that I depend on. Mm. So I just can't rock up and come home and go, oh, I'm away, you know, yes. going to Paris. Yes, yes. Because that's, it's not fair of me. Mm. I just I have so much to think about because I couldn't have done this mm. without my family or Niall's family. Yes. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So. And, and lovely words and well said. And that is yeah. so important to remember. There's a team behind yeah. the athlete. There always is and it's not possible, especially when you have children and family and everything uh, that goes along goes along with that. And I, I do want to mention somebody as well. I want to mention Garda Shea Connor. You are a member of the force and they've been very good to you, I know, as well. And you've said this to me before. When do you go, have to go back to work now? Do you soon? I do, because Jerry, the thing is, <laughs> <laughs> I joined from Garda Shea Connor. I, I I got my badge when I was 21. Mm. So that enables me to retire when I'm 51. Right. Right, right now I owe them three years. Okay. So the longer I take off, <laughs> the more I have to work. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I have to think long and hard okay. about this one. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I will go back. And do you know what? I am, I'm looking forward to going back. Yes. Y- yes. You know, because I think if you can't do this all, you know. Mm. I can't do it for all my life and I love my job. Mm. I absolutely love being a guard. I always have done. So I will go back. I just don't know when yet. Well, that's <laughs> your... that Of course, that's up to you. Yeah. And of course, I know they gave you the time off but they do claw it back. She has to give that yeah. time uh, to yeah. reach uh, to reach the years, uh, etc. So yeah. look at uh, any plans for the weekend. <laughs> I'm on the Late Late Show tomorrow night, Jerry. I know, I, made I know, it. I know, I know. That's, I was trying to... La- Thank God you, you jumped in there. I was... Yes, yeah, she, she's on the Late Late Show, folks, tomorrow night. So don't miss that. It's going to be yeah. fantastic and uh, uh, Ryan will be delighted I'm sure talking to you all about you know uh, Tokyo and all involved one question that I I have in the back of my head before you go you know when you're away and you mentioned six weeks and you're training and you're in camp and then you move up to Tokyo etc all this type of stuff going on between training and competing Mm. is the time long or how do you how do you and that has to be dealt with you know all that time yeah you just kind of sleep eat train lie on the bed <laughs> massage so that's really you don't really do much more yeah. but the, and this is what I love about being part of a team mm. because we have great crack in the room so it's like myself and Katie and then Rochelle who was with us the three of us would have shared yeah. every time we were away and we've great fun mm. Mm. So oh you have the, to yeah we do we've great fun and the time the time flies 
So, but you don't get to do much now. You just there's a lot of food and a lot of lot of recovery. <laughs> well, when you're uh, winning machines like Katie George and yourself are, you have to feed that engine as well and rest that engine and everything else that goes besides. Look, you're yes. great, and you've always been so kind to me. At the drop of a hat, you've taken the call. I'm delighted for you. And you are a star. Yourself and Katie George Dunleavy are stars. And you've inspired us and all the Paralympians have with their medals and competing and the ones who didn't win medals as well, who go there and give it their all. Well done to you all and congratulations again. And wallow in this time. Enjoy. I'm looking forward to seeing you on telly tomorrow night. But tell Tuberty you're on the late lunch before the late late. Will you do that for me? <laughs> I will, surely, Jerry. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. Thank Take you. care of yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's Eve McChrystal there. Wonderful, wonderful lady. Our golden girl from the Northeast and well deserving. But the commitment that Katie George Dunleavy, Eve McChrystal, and all those athletes put in is unbelievable. And without commitment, work, effort, determination winning mentality, you don't do it folks, it doesn't just happen, it doesn't just happen, there's a lot of work goes in Late Lunch LMFM Radio, back in a moment. Oh look, the birthday wishes are still coming, I want to say a big thank you to Marie Mary Martin, or maybe Marie Anne Mary Martin, sent me a lovely card and a lovely wee gift as well, I do appreciate your kindness, I really do and thanks for thinking of me another Postcard here arrived this morning. I'll read this to you, Jerry. Heard you're celebrating a big birthday. You sure you're only a young lad. Thanks, Pauline. Best wishes. Enjoy. I enjoy listening to your show daily. I get plenty of laughs. Keep up the good work. And that comes from the lovely Pauline McCabe, who I worked with one time way back in uh, Telecom Aaron days. Lovely to hear from you, Pauline. Hope you're all keeping well. And thanks for the for the good wishes, indeed. Louise, do you know anything about waiting times? Are you hear anything about waiting times? I have a message here from Frank, and I'll just read it for the listeners. And you can tell me if you have any feeling on it. Frank's been on to say, Jerry, would you ask your listeners this? I had an X-ray 10 weeks ago and I'm still waiting on the result. I can't get the result. Anybody else experiencing delays in getting results back from X-rays? 086-1800-658. That's the WhatsApp or text number. 086-1800-658 or 1850-715-958 if you'd like to call in. That seems to be... It seems to be too very long. long, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I wonder is it a mistake, you know, that they mislaid them or they just didn't get back to them or... Well, he says no, there he's, an he's been chasing and, and, and there's nothing. Ten weeks for an X-ray result back. It's a fa- Now, I know COVID and I know the difficulties with the computer system in the, uh, you know, the oh, cyber yeah, attack. The, the yeah. cyber attack, maybe that is something to do. I'm only trying to put my thinking cap on here. No, I know in an emergency, if you went in with a break in your arm. Or, <laughs> yeah, it couldn't oh, be Jesus, ten you weeks. You couldn't be waiting ten <laughs> weeks to see, will they fix it or whatever. I'm sure it's done in emergency situations. But perhaps for routine ones, 10 weeks does that sound a bit long can you help us anybody else experience that type of delay 086-1800-658 give us a shout on the show no joy with the lottery Louise well you got two numbers if you did that <laughs> in the bookies you'd get yeah what, can you do that anymore are you allowed to do that did they used to that? be able to do it, yeah, you? used to be able to go in. My aunt, Millie, aunt used to my do mum used well to do it. backing on the numbers does. as well. Oh, you probably still can yeah. back the numbers. I'm not sure. I haven't heard about it lately. But you would. You would pick up something for it. By God, it's hard. The odds, Louise. You know, you can see how long this is running now. And all the people are doing it. And more every yeah. every drop. It's very hard to get the six numbers. What'll it be? 15 million then? I, I, I think it hovers around 14. They don't seem to put it up much more. You know what I mean? It didn't climb 
Uh, it doesn't climb. You'd think it would climb more, mm. but it doesn't appear to anyway. We'll see what it is for Saturday. Were so you kind of picking out looking through the brochures last night for your <laughs> boat really, and your engine? <laughs> I wasn't really head. I was doing nothing <laughs> of the sort. I was having a little birthday celebration with the Wednesday club. And our Brian, Brian Riley, oh, he got a good he got a good old ragging last night for being on late lunch on Tuesday. His radio debut. <clears throat> oh, yes, he didn't. But no better man to take it than Brian. I have to say that for sure. Anyway, did coming... you have to buy the drinks or did you? I bought it. Yes, I yeah. did, of course. So you'd have to, it's your Surely birthday. I think they'd be buying for you. Ah, no, 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 no. Don't worry, the birthdays go round the table and oh. everyone has to do their bit when it when it comes their turn. Anyway, Chelsea Farrell is joining us shortly, former Miss Ireland. Yes, she's delving into Penny's clothing and we're going to hear about it. But taking us to news and weather at two, it's Codaline. And for all our Paralympians, we'll dedicate this one. Yes, no, follow your fire, follow your fire. I remember you and me back when we I wasn't going to slurp. I was just having a little drink. Louise warning me there. Don't slurp that. Your microphone's on. Did I slurp? No, I don't think I slurped. I didn't. Normally I would. I'm just lucky there, Louise. I got away with it. You're right. You're right to warn me. You certainly are. Now, Frank was on, I mentioned before two o'clock, about the x-ray situation. And thank you indeed for responding to us. Just to give you a couple of messages we've received. One from Ger. Hi, Jerry. My x-ray story. The very same here to the day. And the GP office followed up every single week on my behalf. But the story they were getting from the HSE was it was the hacking. And my x-ray, they said, was really routine. I got it after, wait for it, Frank, 20 weeks. 20 weeks it took Jared to get the uh, result. Give me the vets any day instead of the human medical system, says Jared. <laughs> oh, you give me another laugh this afternoon. I shouldn't be laughing at that. 20 weeks. Emma, thank you so much. Emma had a spinal x-ray seven weeks ago and only got the results this week. But my GP said when I phoned them that there were delays in getting back the results. The radiologist told me when I had it done four weeks. So got it sorted in the end, but it was slower than expected, Jerry. Thanks indeed for that, Emma, for letting us know. So, Frank, you're not alone here with the delay in receiving your x-ray results. And Anne's been on to say very importantly... We can do the uh, lot of numbers in the book. You still get a bet on numbers there if you don't want to have a shot at the full six and winning the jackpot. Well, she won the jackpot in the past. Yes, former Miss Ireland. Chelsea Farrell is a very good friend of ours on Late Lunch. And she's been hitting the news wires lately. And it's all because of clothes sizings in pennies. And she's on the line to tell me more. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Well, listen, miss, you've certainly uh, stirred the pot here with this one. Let let our listeners know. Take us back to the beginning here and explain how this whole thing came about. OK, so obviously I didn't expect any of this to happen mm. and I didn't expect it to go as viral as it did. But basically, I was at home last week and my mom had come home and she was after going to Penny's and buying four pairs of shorts in a size 12 for holidays next year. Mm. And she had a pair from last year that she knew fit her perfect. So she went and got the same pair in four different colours. And when she took them home and tried them on, they would not go on. But every size she noticed, it was getting smaller and smaller and smaller, even though they were all supposed to be the exact same size. Right. So she laid them out in the bed and she called me in because she thought she was going mad. And she called me in and she said, Chelsea, am I seeing things or are they all smaller than each other? And Jerry, you've seen the photos yourself. They yep. were tiny. So they went from a normal size 12, which was a pair from last year, and as we put them all on top of each other, we noticed that there was a good, like, two inches difference in every single pair, even though they were all supposed to be the same size. 
Mm. And, you know, this is significant in that, you know, if you don't fit on and you just take them home, um, you're going to be in trouble. What You know, this, and definitely, Chelsea, just to, to, to clarify this, all size 12, no mistakes in the labelling or anything no, like that? No, no. all uh, UK and Ireland size 12. So there was no mistakes whatsoever. Um, and it even got to the point that I took out the measuring tape and measured them all just to make sure that we were right, that they were all different sizes. And for me, obviously, you know, the likes of me or you, we could go in and obviously fitting rooms aren't open. Mm. So we could go in there and take them home. And if they don't fit, it's not a problem because obviously we can deal with that and we know to just go and buy a right size. But there is people out there and... You know yourself, Jerry. I'm an advocate for young people and young girls in particular. And I know how damaging something as small as a sizing error can be on somebody who already has weight issues or are complex about their weight or an eating disorder or something, for example. So something like that and a mistake like that in the store as big as pennies can be very, very dangerous. Mm. And I'm trying to give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Do you think about this? Is it? Do you think it's, well, you know, they obviously source their garments all over the world. They're made in different places. Do you think it's uh, that it could be one of those pairs and a line of them were, were made one place, the other made somewhere else and there's an inconsistency? Yeah, so I kind of thought of that initially and a few mm. people had said that to me, but obviously this this pair of shorts was the exact same pair of shorts. It was just in a different colour. Yeah. So I'd imagine they were all made in the same place. So they should all be the same size or similar. Like obviously if it was, you know, a tiny bit smaller or a tiny bit bigger, you wouldn't mind. But the fact that you would have to buy four sizes bigger them to actually fit you is shocking and if you want to go into a shop and buy a size 12 knowing that that's the size of 50 you shouldn't have to buy a size 16 or a size 18 because that's not fair and obviously you know size is just a number but again there is people that size isn't just a number to them and they can really really be affected by it mentally by a mistake like Mm. that and that's why I posted the video for all the younger people especially that follow me I posted it to let them know listen if you're shopping in pennies, just be aware that there's a huge sizing error going on at the minute, so don't let it affect mm. you or get you down. Well, not only to your followers, this has gone wild. No. Uh, you know, <laughs> you see this yourself, it's been picked up by, by lots of people. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, we just better say what Penny said, because when, when they were contacted with the points you raised, they said that, look, everyone is welcome at pennies, which is reflected in the broad range of sizes we offer. Consistency of fit matters as much to us as it does to our customers. We're always working with both our suppliers and technologists to track and improve this. We continue to fit our designs using Size UK data as standard, but always encourage customers to get in touch if they have concerns about sizing. Have you been in touch with them? Yeah, so I sent them an email as well, especially when I read that response. They completely avoided the question that was asked. They didn't give us an answer as to why there was this error or even an apology to all of the people that have been affected. Because, Jerry, if you read the comments on that TikTok video, there's so many people who have kids who have who are struggling with their weight now over this or who are paranoid over their weight. There's people who have cried and sore over it. So I sent them an email and I haven't got a response at all um, from them, which is shocking because obviously it was me that noticed it, so it should be me that they're responding to. Um, but they haven't. Now, I have been in touch with a few people who work in buying for pennies and they have said that finally they're delighted someone in the public has raised this opinion because they have mm. been saying it in the offices and in meetings that they need to fix their sizes because obviously they're saying that they're inclusive of all sizes but yes a size 22 in them shorts will only fit someone that's a size 14 
So what yes. size is someone that's a size 22 going to buy? There's nothing there for them. Mm. So they're not really inclusive of all sizes if there's an error going on like this. Ah, uh, no, look, the label must reflect the size. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me, we have to say that, it has to. And is it true, a little birdie tells me, is there a fire sale of shorts going on in pennies at the moment? <laughs> there is, they're actually all um, reduced at the minute, so they're all for sale and there's hundreds of them. We went in the other day um, and, you know, we kind of, we're being a bit brave because we were kind of a bit anxious about even going back in store because obviously this has gone viral. It's in all the newspapers. It's all, everywhere I look, it's there. So we went in anyway and it was the first thing we've seen was all of them um, for sale on the thing. So <laughs> they're, going, they're going for cheap if you can get a fair fit it. Um, it's a huge loss though, isn't it? Not being able to fit, especially when you can go back and shop in person. Yeah, and I think... You know, especially when, as I said, when fitting rooms aren't open with COVID, mm. a lot of people um, were saying, oh, we'll go in and try them on. But it's not that easy now. And there is people that only shop in pennies. And we have to take into consideration, I understand that fast fashion, a lot of people say you shouldn't be supporting it. But at the end of the day, not everyone can afford to shop elsewhere or to shop with slow fashion. So people that are shopping in pennies, regardless of the price they're paying, and regardless of the quality they're getting, they should be getting the size that fits them. Oh, for sure. That's a, a basic uh, principle that should be adhered. Yeah. What's your experience? Because you're you're uh, widely uh, shopping, I know, in, in, in other major multiples and that as well. And of course, online. What's your experience elsewhere with some of the other biggies? You know, are, are, are their sizes more consistent? Yeah, so I find that like there is a few shops um, that their sizing is a little bit inconsistent, but not to the point that you'll have to size up four or five sizes. Like say, for example, I'm buying a size eight in trousers in Zara. Mm. I might need to buy a size 10 for them not to be stuck to me. But you don't mm. mind that because it's only one size up. Yeah. But if I was in there and had to buy five sizes, I'd be screaming. <laughs> you hear yes. me? Um, so there is some shops that are quite kind of inconsistent with their sizes in a very, very mild matter. Like it's not really severe, but I think Penny's is the only one I've noticed that has this much of an issue going on with their sizing. Mm. Uh, another thing, and it was Louise mentioned it to me as well with jeans and perhaps skinny jeans are that as well. Another thing to look out for is, you know, when uh, the the base of the jeans, when you're pulling them up over your ankles or above your ankles or yeah. on the ankle or whatever, that can be an issue too, can't it? Yeah, definitely. Like there's some trousers that you can, especially the jeans and pennies. I was actually talking to Louise about this myself. And when you pull them on, they might go on, but your ankle won't even fit through Mm. the bottom of the jean because it's that small. And for example, like the shorts that we had, a size 12, fit my nine-year-old sister. They fit her perfectly. So like there is such a huge error, but the jeans are another one. And a lot of people were complaining about the women's jeans and the men's jeans as well, that there's a big issue with the sizing on them, both on the ankle and on the waist. Mm. But again, so you could buy a pair of jeans and they might fit you on the waist, but you won't get them over your ankle. We go on the UK sizes, Chelsea, yeah. you know, in this part of the world. And I know if you go to the States, it's completely different altogether. Yeah, and, yeah. and the Europeans, that's another one as well. And I was looking, Japan are different, Australia. Is it not <laughs> yeah. time maybe to have a world standard in sizing? Yeah, I think that could be something that they should look into or even have everything kind of on a general level or, you know, specific, like if it may be in inches, that everything is measured the same. Because obviously, especially when you're in the EU, I think they should definitely all be matched. Because when you go to America, you know that there's a difference. And, you know, a quick type into Google and you know what Mm. size you are. But I do think it should be universal all across the board just to save confusion. And then obviously in today's society, with the pressure that's on people got to do with their weight and their body image, it is something that can be very, very damaging to people. So they mm. need to make sure that they're getting it right and perfecting it. And especially a business as big as Penny's, they have 500 stores worldwide. So 
they're too big to be making these mistakes. Mm. Online buying, come back to that for a moment and you obviously yeah. avail of that yourself. How do you find that with, you know, in general purchasing, if you buy a size and the fit and everything? Uh, are you a, a young lady who likes to go in and fit on and you buy online, of course? Is there a consistency yeah. online? Um, online is quite hard, I find. Um, you nearly have to buy maybe two sizes. So like if I was shopping online, I'd buy a six and an eight because some things can be oversized, some things can be really tight fitting. So you do kind of find there's a bit of an inconsistency online, but it is down to personal preference as well. Like I would buy my blazers in a size 12, so they're bigger fit on me, but that's because that's how I like wearing them. But I am kind of the type that I like to go in feel the material, look at the item in person so I can see what size it is rather than shopping online. So at the minute, I'm more of a in-shop shopper than an online shopper. Yes, and uh, you know, uh, look, I know the world has moved online, but I I say it myself, I got out to buy a few bits and pieces I hadn't for a while with the lockdown, and that's sure I don't need to in here, Chelsea. Who sees me now anyway every day? But anyway, (laughs) I did, and I was able to actually, where I went, do a little fitting on, and it makes a huge difference when you can. It really Mm. does, and especially if there is any little errors going on, at least when you try something on in store, it means then that you know it fits you when you're leaving, and it's not that you're going home and you're trying to squeeze into a dress and you get stuck in a dress. We've all been there in the in the dressing rooms where we get into a dress and we can't get out of it. So mm. obviously we understand with COVID dressing rooms aren't open, but I think that's why the sizing should be perfect when the dressing rooms aren't available. Well, your mammy is going to fit in for sure next summer. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. We're going, to, we're going to get this sorted for her, certainly. Will, uh, in, in general terms, how are you? How are you keeping? What are you up to? What are you doing? I'm absolutely great. So I'm heading back to college now next week. Um, I'm back out in placement. And then I'm working on a few different television things and that as well. So I have a TV show coming up very soon. I can't talk about it just yet. Um, but that will be airing, hopefully, in the next few months um, and other than that I'm just focusing more on my TV career and on my modelling career and that and then obviously the midwifery is still mm. the core to what I'm doing at the minute You're going great because I know you pop up in my feeds and that as well and you have a, a really growing following you know this yourself yeah. and people you know look at this They, they you've brought attention to something and you can see uh, the difference it actually makes I, I'm going to leave you with this thought and you don't have to answer it uh, please don't keep it to yourself don't even smile well you can smile if you want Chelsea Farrell on Love Island <laughs> Say nothing. That'll do me. Just have have that. that leave it. Leave it with that lovely little no laugh. Then no comment <laughs> is right. Anyway, the world's your oyster, young woman. Thank you so much for joining oh, me thank today. Thank you for having me, Gary. Thank Take you. Take care of yourself. Bye bye. Bye bye. That's Chelsea Farrell there, and she has drawn attention to something really significant. And that TikTok video went mad. So it did, and the comments uh, associated with it. But it is a basic expectation, isn't it? When you have a size on something, especially when you can't fit on and that. It should be that size and, and the dimension should be that. Not all over the place as we've heard. Anyway, pennies. Got a whole lot of things for Mrs. Get it right for the family. Will you please, yes, do that for us. Paul has been on to say, Jerry, I couldn't agree more with Chelsea. I have Penny's jeans in three different sizes and they all fit the same. <laughs> They're all the same fit. Thanks indeed for that, Paul, this afternoon. Keep your comments coming to us. 086-1800-658. You can WhatsApp or text me to the show. Now, loud gales are looking forward to the weekend. They are indeed because the championships begin in the week county. But Kevin... Kevin Byrne from St. Moctis isn't a happy camper. Hello, Kevin. Carrie has toes. Not so bad. What's up, Kevin? Tell us. Well, I'm begging the county board to change their policy on tickets for the championship. Mm. They have brought a new policy out that 
everyone from 12 years of age must buy a ticket online, including 12, 13, 14 juvenile students, older OAPs, all must pay a full whack into their games. Plus, all tickets must be bought online. This, this has the potential to cause severe damage to juvenile football. We okay. are struggling to get people to bring their kids to football, to play, to games, and this is a terrible decision of Loud County Board. Okay, so uh, previously those categories, there were concessions, that's what you're saying? Oh, yeah, there's concessions. Yes. always was concession for seniors and students, and yeah. no one under 16 was ever charged into a GA match as long as I'm alive, mm. which is a long time. Mm. But I, I, I've, I've spoke to at least 10 copies today. Nobody is in favour of this. Everybody realises the damage it's going to do. To this, this decision was taken by a finance committee. There hasn't been a county board meeting in over 12 months because of COVID. Mm. And this is a semi-professional fundraising committee that has taken this decision. And it's the worst decision ever taken by Live County Board. Well, you saying that, I have to say, raises the alarm bells, to be honest with you. A man that's given his life to it and loves it and does everything. Tell me this, what is the cost of the ticket? How much will those... Uh, the ticket co- is 10 euros and the ticket, the price of the ticket is not what annoys me in the least. Yeah. Most of the complaints I've got, believe it or not, is the fact you must go online to buy your ticket. Okay. And even on that, I could ex- you could explain that with COVID. Mm. But to me, how you can explain charging 12, 13, 14, juvenile students and OAPs full price for a ticket is not explainable. Mm. And it should be stopped today before the first championship match starts tonight. Kevin, have you been in touch with any of the officers? Oh, I have been everyone I could get and I spoke to Peter Fitzpatrick, he's a good friend of mine mm. and he is now willing to intervene. He is blaming the finance committee. He, he supports them. He said he's not going to... There is no. There is a meeting next Tuesday night but I said that's too late. The championship starts tonight. And this, this decision is far more... There's nothing to do with price of tickets. Yeah. People don't realise the problem you have to get... If every club is having to fill underage... Yes. Underage teams. Yes. We are blessed in St. Marcus. Our St. Marcus senior team mentor the underage team, every one of them. Mm. And to say we are playing tomorrow night against St. Mary's. And to say that there's people, there's people it's going to cause havoc at gates. We'll have, there's people don't won't, won't know about this rule in the first place. Mm. They're going to turn up yes. with their kids. Yep. They're not going to have tickets. They're not going to have a tenner either, a lot of them. To pay, and if they had, I wouldn't blame them for not paying in for twelve-year-olds. So, Kevin, you're calling on the Loud County I'm Board. I'm begging the Loud County Board to scrap this, put it back the way it was, and leave it. That the people at the gate, you've plenty of good men at the gate, even if the tickets are online. Use your common sense and just allow under sixteens at least students give the concession to OAPs. We all know who they are. They're not strangers to any of us. Yeah. We're looking at them this years. Yes. We're well capable of doing it right. Forget about this stupid fundraising thing because it's going to come back and bite you. In the long and term, you, yes. The Lord County Board yep. have, could have to do fundraising now for the next 10 years. Mm. We're coming off the back of the most successful, most supported thing we ever done. And this will put us back years 
if you go ahead, the people you're going to, I won't say it on the radio, but the people you're going to annoy about this. Yes, Kevin, we hear what you're saying. You've made it loud and clear, and it's out there now in the public domain. Thank you for letting us know and joining us on the show. I wish you well. Thanks very much, Jerry. Cheers. Not at all. Take care. That's Kevin Bourne there from the Mock. He's making very many valid points. Are you a gay listening today in the Wee County? Have you a view? 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us over to the county board and let's see uh, what happens with this one. Watch this space. But the championships starting imminently in County Loud. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Coming up after 2.30, I'm joined by Rachel Graham. She's a wonderful nutritionist. You know her well. She's going to talk to us about Nutrition and the menopause, and a very special event that's coming up, but taking us to the next break at 2.30. It's Dido. Come on, Loud County Board. The white flag. Are you going to raise the white flag or not? Let's see. I know you think that I shouldn't still love you. I'll tell you that. Now, menopause has been uh, to the fore in in this country for quite a while now. It was raised as a topic on national radio some months back, and it really has taken legs. And it's out in the open. It's been talked about more, and people are coming forward for help because the women going through this, and it's a very difficult time for them. It doesn't have to be. And with this in mind, recently on Late Lunch, we spoke to Helen Martin and uh, Rachel Graham, who you know well, who's uh, been a regular with us. She's a wonderful nutritionist based in Dundalk. And Rachel and Helen and Anne Stewart, who does the yoga, have all come together because this has even moved on another step since we spoke last. And she's joining me to tell me more. Rachel Graham, hello again. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I am really, really good. Anyway, I'm right, aren't I? This now has moved on even another big step for you guys. Tell us about this uh, day you've planned called Thrive. Yeah, it's called Thrive. It's a wellness day for menopause, basically. And it's a live event. And we're absolutely we're just so excited to be able to do a live in-person event, um, you know, with all of the, you know, the women that are in this live stage or maybe not yet in this live stage or approaching this live stage. So what I mean by that is generally, you know, from age of about 48 onwards, 48 to about 52 um, but also it's it's intended for women, you know, age maybe 40 plus to just all come together and to uh, to learn. Uh, we're going to be giving presentations on nutrition. So I'm going to be giving the presentation on nutrition and all the different nutrients that you need to really emphasize uh, now at this live stage. Um, I'm also going to be talking about the different treatment options available to you. That would include HRT and also alternatives to HRT. And then my co-host, Helen, who is known as the beauty coach, um, she is going to be giving you expert skincare advice. And uh, that is something that's really needed because, you know, this is a stage where our skin really changes a lot and we're often, you know, unsure about what products to use. So Helen is going to be giving us amazing recommendations and tips um, about that. And of course, skincare and nutrition, you know, are very, very closely linked. So it's about you know, uh, knowing which foods are going to really help you to um, support your skin health. And I'm not just talking about fine lines and wrinkles, but actually things that things that women really struggle with at this life stage. So that would be things like rosacea or increased allergies like eczema. Um, so all of these things can really um, 
be uh, amplified at this this live stage. So um, we have created this event and uh, we have some amazing kind of guest uh, experts as well. So we have a fabulous yoga session with Anne Stewart, um, who is uh, going to be uh, with us on the day. And then we also have a sleep expert uh, with us on the day. So she's going to be giving us tips about how to optimize her sleep. Another huge symptom that women at this live stage suffer from. So the um, this is what the whole event is about. It's about enlightening you, giving you tips and tools that you can use um, straight away that are really going to help you to manage your symptoms and just feel better, feel more energized, feel more vital at this life stage. And it's happening on Saturday, the 25th of September. It starts at 9.30, runs right through till 5 o'clock and it's in the Belurgan Park. Uh, oh, it's a beautiful place, Belurgan Park there. It really, really yeah. is. How, how do people book a place? What's the quickest way? Online? Yeah, so it's back to life. That's back hyphen to hyphen life. .ie, and that is our website. And on that, you will see right at the top of the page is the element to click on. It's called Thrive, and that'll bring you to your own page where you can book in there. So we have very limited spaces, obviously, with COVID. So the venue itself is very large, but mm. we've decided to limit the spaces you know, to be COVID safe. Yeah. So um, And the yoga spaces are nearly sold out. So if you want to attend, ladies, please book as soon as possible um, because the places are selling fast and there's been huge interest in mm. it and uh, we're also I'm also going to be catering the event so the all the food and nutrients that I talk about in my talk are actually going to be featured in the healthy food that is going to be served up on the day so the ticket price includes includes all of your food and all of your you know drinks and water etc so it, it really is good value for the yeah. amount that you're getting God I might even sneak in the back door myself when I hear that you're catering for the event. Anyway, no, I can't. I'm only cutting. Anyway, that, that uh, just to say again, back to life. It's not the number two. It's T O. It's the it's yes. the word to back. Is it hyphen? Say it again to me. Back. Yeah, it's all hyphenated. Thanks, yeah. Jerry. It's back hyphen two, as in T O hyphen life. life. Okay, yeah. that's where you get the details, folks. Uh, there. Mm. I want to just come back to something and pick up on something you mentioned there. You mentioned HRT, right? And mm-hmm. alternatives to HRT. Can I? ask you this uh, can you get away you know without having to resort to hrt at this life stage um yeah so it's not really about resorting to hrt because actually unfortunately there's been an awful lot of mixed uh, mm. and disinformation about it which is far too big a subject to even go into uh, yes. in this short uh, yeah. time but um there is definitely alternatives and that that's the thing about the menopause you know your experiences really individual and some women will sail through the menopause hardly noticing a thing whereas others will experience all the symptoms and really struggle so you don't really know which experience you're going to have until it happens um so that's where it's really good to know that when you do start experiencing kind of the changes um you uh, it's ideal if you are you know have someone to talk to. So Helen and I have created this community of women that are literally ready to support you. It's it's our back to life community. And we have a private Facebook group. So if you just search back to life, um, Meno Transformation, that is our private Facebook group. And uh, you can request to join. And um, we provide a lot of Im- great, valuable information in there. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that is, you know, talking about alternatives, um, Jerry, 
loads of things that you can do. Um, and not all women will need HRT, um, but there is plenty of other options as well. And I always like to give both sides of the story because I think it's, as I said, menopause is literally as individual as your yeah. fingerprint. Mm. The other thing is nutrition, and that's your speciality area. And since you're mm. with us today, just to talk about that for a moment, you mentioned yeah. pre-menopause and women, you know, approaching this stage. Yeah. Is there real value in looking at, you know, what you eat and the foods you eat and all that type of thing, you know, pre to, you know, enable you perhaps to deal with this in a much better way? Absolutely. I mean, I think you kind of know my answer already. It's it's just um, it's so important. And very few women, unfortunately, arrive into this life stage in good physical health. And, um, you know, they have young kids and, you know, they've been just relying on stimulants like cough, caffeine and sugar to just kind of get them through their very hectic days. And unfortunately, a lot would be quite nutrient nutrient depleted. Mm. So um, and at this life stage, unfortunately, because of that decline in estrogen, your body requires much greater quantities of certain nutrients in order to just ma- maintain health, let alone just optimize your health. So this is where I'm going to teach you all the different nutrients that you really need to place an emphasis on. And it's so important because before we have the HRT conversation, you have to get your diet in order. That's the first that's the first thing that I would always recommend, because a lot of the time when you do that, you'll actually have noticeable uh, changes. You're just going to feel so much better. And um, and I think it's really important to start there because no medication, no treatment, no pill is going to fix everything. It's actually the your nutrition is the foundation of your health. And that's where you need to start. Sleep is another thing uh, that uh, you're incorporating into this day. Mm, and it's no yeah. secret that many women go through this phase and actually come out the other side and sleeping becomes a lifelong problem then. Yeah, it's it's a real issue and it's it's not necessarily falling asleep um mm. most women find that they can actually fall asleep quite easily it's the waking in the middle of the night yeah. so the quality of your sleep is really affected and um as a result you know you're you're lying awake for several hours at a time you're not getting restful sleep then you know the alarm goes off you have to get up you might have just fallen asleep prior to that and you just feel like you're dragging yourself through the day which of course you are then relying on stimulants you know and like a never-ending to-do list and you're looking after everybody you know kids and possibly you know uh, elderly parents so it's just um you know if you're not sleeping right you're you're just not functioning right and i don't mean just physically mentally as well so your mental clarity really suffers uh, you get that you know one of the main symptoms of menopause is what they call brain fog where you just can't remember names or passwords or telephone numbers or things like that and it can be quite frightening for some women because they really think oh my god i've got alzheimer's you know So the sleep thing is so important because that's when we actually, uh, you know, have the most restorative phase in our day. You know, that's where we um, really rest and repair. And um, it's it's without good quality sleep um, nothing works. And, uh, And and that's including your nutrition. You'll find yourself just craving sugar all day long. 
So the message is that look, preparation is uh, yes. essential here. So if you're if you're pre-menopause, you're very welcome to this day as well. Going through it, <laughs> yes. struggling or, or whatever, this is mm. for you. And uh, you yeah. know you have a great lineup. I have to say the lovely Helen Martin and Stuart uh, covering the sleep and every aspect of it uh, aligned with your your nutrition. So the, yeah. the the message today is get in and boot quick. There are places that are filling fast for this. And, yeah. and the final thing I want to say before we go. Uh, hasn't there been a sea change uh, and uh, mm-hmm. in the last as i said 6 months to a year or whatever you know in in openness and the the talk about this and leading to what you're putting on as well and it is so important it's a it's a great change it's to be welcomed yeah exactly because you know we're actually we spend longer in this life phase than we do in our mm. reproductive years mm. and you know when you think of it like that um, you know you want to be vital you want to be feeling good about yourself you want to have that energy and you know you don't want to be struggling and hiding a lot of symptoms and just feeling miserable so it's so important that we are prepared and i think some of the statistics that came out of you know the the recent um stuff on on the joe duffy show was just how unprepared women were mm. and a lot of women just find it a taboo subject they don't want to talk about it even amongst themselves and um, because i think it has this association with being old and being past it and being invisible whereas it's nothing to do with that you'll find that a lot of women actually successfully reinvent themselves at this life stage and they just feel you know i've got a bit more time for myself and i want to feel good so that's what we're all about. It's really about putting a positive spin on this life stage and just showing women that, you know, you don't have to suffer in silence, that, you know, there's great opportunity out there for you to really enjoy this next phase of your life. The message today is uh, positive and you can live yeah. long and happily through this. That's mm. for sure. And I just want to mention again, it is Saturday, the 25th of September, 9.30 to 5 at the beautiful Belurgan Park. And if you want to book a place back hyphen T.O. hyphen life. All the details are there. The event is called Thrive. Rachel, as usual, thank you so much. Wish you well with the event. Oh, thanks so much, Jerry. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Take okay. care of yourself. Bye bye. We'll talk you. again soon. Take care. That's uh, the wonderful Rachel Gray in there. She's a fantastic, fantastic lady. Lovely to hear from you, Larry. Larry Clark, on behalf of the cyclists in Loudon Mead, would like to congratulate Katie and Eve on their win in Tokyo. They were brilliant. Delighted for them. Really enjoyed the interview earlier, Jerry. Thanks indeed for that, Larry. Louise, here's a question that's just come to us on WhatsApp, and it is an interesting one, and it would be one that would really, you know, be an interesting debate. It says, Jerry, do you think it's moral to segregate society between vaccinated and unvaccinated people? Now, that's the $64 million question. Well, you know, it's ironic it's asked because... Uh, Joe Biden has just announced in America that all federal employees have to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And if you're not vaccinated, you're out. Kind of taking away choice too, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I know, I know everybody should be vaccinated and that's fine. But there are people who can't be vaccinated for whatever reason. Yes. And like, are they going to say, well, we're having a family do, but you can't come because you're not vaccinated. Sorry. Hmm. I don't um, know. The, the listener goes on to say, uh, I worked with a co-worker who never received any vaccine at all in their life. Now, look, 
people make a decision mm. and perhaps that person was lucky. I'd rather have the vaccines and I say that again myself personally. Um, the other thing is, the list goes on to say, imagine if this person wasn't able to go to restaurants or hop on a bus. That's the reality in Canada now, Jerry. the way it's in Canada, mm. Canada this listener says I've taken that decision. You must have your COVID passed. It would be great to have a free debate on the morality of this and I agree with you. Mm. Certainly it is I, worth debating, yeah. you know, but what do you think? I know, I know somebody recently, okay, that um, couldn't get the vaccine. She actually couldn't. She had tried with medics mm. or whatever. Whatever reason, there was a big hold up. And she was worried sick because the relative was very sick. And if that relative had passed, yes. she wouldn't be able to go to a family meal after the funeral mm. because she wouldn't be allowed in. She had no COVID, you know, mm. she had no cert. So, you know, it was very hard on her and she wanted to get the vaccine. This is a you know big issue. There's no doubt about it. It's a, it's a big, big issue. It, it certainly is. I come back to what Luke uh, O'Neill said to me during the week, Paul Moyne as well, who, you know, say, get vaccinated. And I say that again. And it is an individual decision, but it's been proven. Unvaccinated, there's a lot of unvaccinated people ill and mm-hmm. are dying with this. And especially if you look at the states, in some of the states, it's horrendous, so it is, because people have, have taken this stance. Now, I'm not saying there were people who are vaccinated, have got COVID again, and have become quite ill with it. But you're really erring on the side of uh, safety with the vaccine. And that is my opinion. But that debate, look, leave it with us. It and is a big debate. It is and a big everybody debate. will have their own uh, Yeah, view. and thank you for, for raising it with us. Now, last Friday on Late Lunch, yes, Leo Sayer was wonderful to mm. talk to him and hear of his Navin connections, Louise, Absolutely. as well. And with his that... His cousins were all listening as Ah, well, they Jay. were. I know they were. I know they were. They really enjoyed it. That's true indeed. But he has big connections here and he has such a repertoire of music. And when I was doing the old recce for him before I interviewed him, Ah, this song came back to me and I just want to play it for you today. It's one of my favourite from Leo Sayre. I hope the FAI build on that deal that Michael mentioned a moment ago there that they've just signed for the next four years uh, to exclusively cover the Irish women's team. It's great to hear it. But the League of Ireland needs coverage and extensive coverage and Sky would take the League of Ireland in the morning. They tried before and they were turned down and there's big money in that deal for League of Ireland clubs who generally struggle to raise revenue. It's time the FAI now got into negotiations with Sky for League of Ireland coverage because the League of Ireland uh, main bulk of the season happens when the English Premier League finishes and they're looking, always looking for sport in there and soccer in particular. Go now, FAI, and resurrect that. It was on the table before and that it was shot down was disgraceful. It's great money. There's big money in there. And the new head of the FAI, Jonathan Hill, should take that on now as a project to negotiate that and bring the big money into the League of Ireland for television coverage and distribute that money to the clubs who are crying out for it. I'd love to see that happen. Thank you for your messages to the show. This is ironic. I played Leo Sayer. I spoke to him last week and Maria sent me in a picture of a Leo Sayer birthday cake. Do you like it, Jerry? It was for a joint 60 with my friend Sandra. We got it made up together two weeks ago. A great surprise. A great bunch of lassies. We had a lovely time in the garden and we're all vaccinated, says Maria. I love it. Thank you so much for sending it in to us. A listener would like to know, what's the protocol for tradesmen coming into your home, Jerry? Well, the protocol is this. It's up to you. You can ask, are they vaccinated? And you can make a decision then if they are or aren't. It's as simple as that. 
The only thing is, if my pipes are leaking, uh, I think they'd be in the door, vax or no vax. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, it's your call on that one. Thanks indeed for uh, your question to us this afternoon. Now, ABBA are my artists of the week. And as the 80s dawned, ABBA released what would be their final studio album in late 1981. It was called The Visitors. It did make number one in the album charts in the UK and elsewhere. But it was their least successful work, with the song One of Us, the only single from the album, to do anyway well. By now, all four were pursuing individual projects and careers. Their final public appearance, did you know that, and performance, was with Noel Edmonds on his Late Late Breakfast show on the BBC. Do you remember that? On a Saturday evening, December the 11th in 1982. It was live and they finished up singing... Thank you for the music. Ah, However, this is a fact. ABBA never officially announced their breakup. And through the years, many times a reunion was mooted, but never happened. That's until now, with the imminent release of their new album called Voyage. It's due out on the 5th of November and eagerly anticipated, I have to say, even though it's 40 years from the last album. 40 years, when you think of it. Personal and professional splits are part and parcel of Abba's story and millions of others the world over are reminded of this in the words of this song today. I mentioned this new primary school study a moment ago. Another fact that's emerged from it, listen to this, 93% of preteens have some kind of phone, tablet or other smart device with almost a third saying that they've been bullied online. This is really concerning. And the best known mammy on late lunch and in the northeast is on the line, Siobhan O'Neill White. Hello again. Hi, Jerry. What do you make of this? No, let me ask you this first. Mm. I, I, you have children uh, and mm-hmm. you have them moving through these ages, you know, yeah. from children into teens and you have one moving into teens and beyond. Yeah. What's your policy with screens, phones, you know, right. this type of thing? We didn't get any of our children a phone until they started secondary school. I, we felt that, you know, up to the age of 12, 13, we should always know where they are and what they're doing and... We just didn't allow them to have phones before they started secondary school because they'd be going on a bus and they'd be going a little bit further. And obviously they need to be a little bit more independent once they get to that age. Now, our little one is 10. She just turned 10. She doesn't have a phone. And she she does ask. She's like, some of my friends have phones. I want a phone. And we're just like, you're 10. You should never be anywhere. We don't know where you are. You know, she's not allowed to go to the playground by herself. She's Mm. 10. We have to know where she is and what she's doing at all times. Mm. However... The second any of our siblings turn away, she is nicking their phones, nicking their tablets, and she's well able to get onto TikTok, YouTube. She's Mm. well able to navigate all of that. So while she doesn't have her own device because we haven't bought her one, we still have to watch her because children are opportunistic and they will find a way. Mm. Now, that's your policy. So Mm -hmm. you feel secondary school is the time to say, okay, let's introduce this. You you watch TV, of course, and your children Mm -hmm. do. I want to ask you about this. I've noticed recently Vodafone, an ad on television, uh, for a phone for a young person who I'd say is just touching the teens. And there's another little fella. I don't know whether you're familiar with the ad. Gets a little yes, angle. Yes, a watch yeah. on his arm and that as well. You know, yeah. now we have the companies 
aiming at these children. What do you make of that? Yeah, I'm actually surprised that that's allowed to happen, to be honest, because, you know, I see children getting phones with their communion money and I think, my God, they're like eight or nine years old. I I personally don't think at that age they're mentally ready to have that kind of access to social media. And even with TikTok and, you know, and TikTok can be... It can be quite fun and quite nice, but as with every social media platform, there's an element that's sinister. There's a bit of bullying going on in there. And even just last night, my um, Facebook page got spammed, mams.ireland. Somebody created a page, mams.ireland, and started sending friend requests to loads of my members all over the place Mm. and used pictures and images from my page and sent them to people. And I, I started getting all these messages from people saying, I know you didn't send me this, Siobhan. This isn't coming from you. So I got spammed last night and mm. spent two hours reassuring people, it's not me. I wasn't going to send out messages with God bless you and God be with you. I wouldn't, mm. I wouldn't do that. Mm, yes, yes. So people kind of knew. But a few people accepted that friend request. Grown women and men because they saw the picture and they just thought, oh, sure, that's just, that's mam's that Ireland. Sure, I'll just accept that. Yeah. And there they've let a spammer in. That's adults being, being conned, right? Yep. You take a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, yes. they have no skills to deal with spammers and terrible things on social media. And, you know, they get, if people are saying nasty things to them, you know, that, that can be very, very hurtful for a child. We, I know a lot of parents, I hear this a lot, I hear parents, and I've spoken to teachers who've said this to me, and that this really upsets me. I don't really know what that TikTok thing is. Um, I've had a I've had a teacher say that to me, and a teacher of teenagers, and I don't really do the whole social media thing. And everyone has their own prerogative whether or not they do social media. But I think if you're in an educational position or if you're a parent, you have a responsibility to at least know what those sites are, what your children are on. I mean, with my ten year old. Every other day she's coming in, Mom, I've got a new TikTok dance. That's mm. fine. I don't mind her doing the silly dances. That's grand. Or she'll come in, YouTube, life hacks, and I'm sure parents collectively are letting out a big sigh because kids are coming in, Mom, I've got a life hack, and it's the most ridiculous thing you ever saw. But, you know, things like that, they're, they're pretty harmless. But when it starts to get people sending them messages... Yes, um, and and Siobhan, yeah. I I I, I want to just uh, take another little aspect from this. Um, Two thirds of teachers, you mentioned teachers there, oh. are now having to deal with online safety incidents like cyber cyberbullying in classrooms. Yeah. And 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 the majority of teachers think online safety is a really significant issue oh. in in the school environment. What would you look? Look, you meet mams all the time. You yeah. mentioned first communion money getting phones. I think yeah. that's just crazy. Like yourself, yeah. what 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 are you hearing? Am most parents like yourself, you're responsible and you're, you are you have an age limit. Are most parents like that or do parents, some parents just not care? You know, I, I actually, somebody, I was chatting with someone about this the other day, somebody with a really high profile in Ireland who has two, two children and one of them is seven and this person was telling me, I just let him do whatever with that Minecraft and stuff. And I'm thinking, do you not know that he can still get private messages through games and things like that? Mm. You know, um, with Fortnite, with the PlayStation 5, with all that kind of yes. stuff. It might look like they're just playing a game, but they're talking to other people and they could mm. be talking to anybody. Yes. Um, I remember when my, my sister was, was on an account and somebody was trying to friend her and he said he was a friend of her friend, a cousin of her friend. And um, I, I used to check their account because my mum and dad wouldn't be great with technology. Mm. And we discovered it was a 40-year-old man. 
and he was pulling up to some of their football matches looking at the teenage oh. girls and they had willingly given their information because he said he was a cousin of one of their friends in their class so you have to remember that there are people out there that are not nice that have have ulterior motives and yeah. as parents like I obviously told my parents straight away and we would monitor um, I used to monitor her social media and what's really good is kids sometimes don't want to tell their mom and dad what's going on mm. so if you have somebody like my sister I've my two younger sisters are like more than 10 years younger than me so my kids think they're cool um, so they watch my kids on social media as well so for instance one of my kids set up um, an Instagram account and my sister rang me and said look I've just noticed what your daughter did and just be be careful. She's sharing information she shouldn't really be sharing. It was all quite innocent, but I was really appreciative of the fact that my sister rang me and told me and I was able to get it resolved fairly quickly. Children don't realise that they're putting information out there. It's out there. That's it. Once it's gone, it's out there. So you have to be careful what what they're putting out there. And I think parents need to talk to them as well. We've had some of the messages. I mean, if you sit down and go through a teenager's phone, some of the messages are shocking the language the name call and the insults that can come in sometimes from people they know sometimes from people they don't know and you really have to have a thick skin to be able to deal with that and a lot of teenagers don't have a thick skin so parents you really need to like look through their phone we take our kids phones every night they protest massively i don't care i don't care So, you you know, you do have to be kind of the bad guy. But if you do have someone, a sister or a friend, or if there's someone that your kids kind of look up to, get them to keep an eye out as well. Because parents sometimes miss things. Yes, yes. And look, I have to leave it there today, Siobhan. But the message, I I hear what you're saying. Parents have to be parents. They have to lay down the rules. You feel secondary school is a good time. If you have younger folk that you trust that maybe are of an age, as you say, that they like, let them as well keep the eye. But look, Siobhan... Mm this won't be legislated for it's down to parents it's down to parents at the end of the day you know Absolutely. that yourself as well anyway listen I, I have to leave it there thank you okay, so much for your, for your uh, valued opinions thank you indeed Pleasure. take thank care you. yourself bye bye that's Siobhan O'Neill White there from mams.ie and it is down to us parents to lay down the rules that is the bottom line that's a lot on late lunch this Thursday tomorrow on the show I can't wait to talk to her Robin Swan is joining me she's written what would be uh, regarded as the seminal work on 9-11 and it's 20 years since 9-11 on Saturday do you remember where you were we'll be talking about that tomorrow Uno Hagen and Colm Keane have produced a new book on St Bridget Una's joining me tomorrow Nicky Kyle's in the garden David Sheehan's on the sporting field I have your riddle and it's back to ABBA will we get it done yes we will Eddie Caffrey's coming with the drive stay with us on LMFM radio see you tomorrow the Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada Dundalkin Cabin. Let Blackstone Motors find the perfect car for you. With over 300 cars to choose from, we have the biggest selection of pre-owned cars in Drada Dundalkin Cabin. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie for more details. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.